Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. It is Computers Internet, BLH Computers. Have one in today. Bull back in the house. So Good welcome morning. Back. Uh, Brian on uh, assignment, a secret mission yep. somewhere. He'll uh, doing some doing fun business things. somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Uh, BOH has a busy day. There's a one day event today. Where yep. is that? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> I forgot to ask. This See morning. how you are. That's funny. God, way to be the prepared. first one of the season. Yeah, I've been on a baby vacation for the past couple weeks. I just had my second child, so I'm getting back from uh, paternity leave. You have you have dad memory right now. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Running on you know just fumes, a couple hours of sleep, mm-hmm. but yep. still trying to keep up with the tech news. Anyways, I just forgot to find out about a one day event. That's all right. We uh, got a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of oddball stuff to cover, weird things going on. Um, I was was helping uh, a, a friend that I, I work on their computers this week uh, for a Windows update problem in case anybody else has noticed that or, or hadn't seen uh, that one. You guys may have maybe seen it in the lab as the Windows update that blue screens when you go to print oh, which no. is slightly problematic yeah i wonder if that's only certain name brand printers um, or it is uh, that was initially what microsoft was saying but now it seems to be much more widespread the funny thing is they have now supposedly put out a fix to address it um again for the second time so what happens with these so, windows updates they fix mm-hmm. 10 things and something else breaks so then they got to try and fix that and Yeah, so they rolled out a first patch on the 15th. That really wasn't fixing a lot, so they had to put out a second. (laughs) Again, why am I not surprised? But, yes, if you're noticing at home where uh, you go to print and, yeah, on your computer blue screens, make sure you've gotten the most latest update because it it sounds like the second update may have fixed most of it, but if you're unsure – yeah, check for updates. Go, if it doesn't say there are any, you can check what update version you're on and, and verify it's the And latest. also go look up at uh, uh, look up Microsoft uh, Blue Screen Printing. They'll give you what the update was that was breaking yeah. it because in the case of the one that I fixed, I just went back and uninstalled that update and then temporarily turned off Windows updates till I knew they had a patch because otherwise they were getting Windows updates constantly and it kept breaking. So it's like, let's just put this on pause for a little bit. A lot of times some kind stable. of program or something like that causing blue screen, it could point to the RAM. So I wonder how many people replace their RAM trying to fix an issue like this. Yeah, or, or do all these different things or reload this or yep. uninstall printers and find out, yeah, it's all Microsoft's fault. Yep. 217-629-7970. There are some new big updates coming to Windows 10. The 21H2 update is uh, going to give you a lot more personalization controls, tracking of of how much time you're spending on your device, that kind of thing. So, like, people care about that anymore. Just more information yeah, for them to it, collect on you. Pretty much that, pretty too. Much. Uh, we always talk about ransomware. Uh, Acer is currently uh, yep. hit by a $50 million uh, ransomware attack. The re- Revil 
ransomware gang is demanding $50 million from Acer. I did see that they were offering them a 20% discount if they paid before a certain date. <laughs> like that's serious. Coupon. They actually were like, yeah, if you pay us by Wednesday, we'll offer 20% off. <laughs> I hope that Acer had a backup of uh, all of the software and information that they had, because if they do, they can just re-wipe wipe their network and redo it, make sure that they don't have any outside connections, uh, and then just reinstate their backup. Worst case scenario is the hacker releases any data that they have. Yeah, they uh, they think it was part of a Microsoft Exchange vulnerability that allowed them to gain access into the network. Again, that's why you keep those kind of things up to date. Yep. 217-629-7970, any tech issues, problems, questions you but have. But even then, it's all software, so it's all just mm -hmm. code. If you could figure out how to type code better than they typed code, you can get into these back doors. Yeah, the uh, very uh, – uh, and, and again, these guys make uh, – while illegal, make big money at it because a lot of companies, and, and we've talked about it before, is, is health or uh, hospitals and stuff here in the United States that had that. A lot of them, if they didn't have good backups, paid the money, and the company, the the groups that lock them up, give them the keys and get them to unlock yep. it. Because if they don't, they know that their game is up. Yep. If, if people find out these groups aren't, even after getting paid, giving up the stuff, then people aren't going to pay them anymore. And even the people who are doing the hacking aren't a hundred percent protected. Uh, I've been following a story that uh, there was a hacker that recently broke into all of these webcams that was they were exposing vulnerabilities, but they still were doing it in a legal way, uh, and they were traced back to somewhere in Switzerland. So the United States has officially filed charges against this person in Switzerland, but there's not they don't do extradition. It just goes to show that these hackers who try to protect themselves as much as possible, even they mm -hmm. aren't. 100% secure. And even if, as, if you're a, a business, even in this area, and you put your network up and want to get things tested, one of the groups that you can reach out to is the Department of Homeland Security. They actually have a division where they'll come in and look at your stuff to make sure you're doing it right. And some of that I believe is a, is a free service. I've, I've talked to them on some- I would hope so. Some stuff with uh, with my other job and that. And, it, and I didn't realize they off that uh, of all groups, yeah, them pretty cool. offered that. But yeah, they, they do some- uh, intrusion detection stuff a lot to make sure you're more secured and, and then can even help if if other things happen. So uh, kind of an interesting piece. The You and I are both video gamers. Yep. I know you haven't had a lot of time with a new baby, nope. but that's okay. <laughs> um, I remember after I had my uh, my children when they were little, yep, set them in my lap with the controller in front of both of us yep. and play. So with a, a newborn, it's a little bit harder. I have to hold them you know, a specific way, feed them every couple hours. Yeah. It's a little you, bit more difficult. You time that in. That's why there's a pause button, Bolt. Come well, on. He, some games you can't pause. <laughs> Those jerks. Yeah. <laughs> 2021 World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists were announced the other day. They'll announce the uh, the un inductees will be announced May the 6th. This one, and I didn't, once I guess I kind of thought back on it, I didn't realize it was this old. Animal Crossing actually came out in 2001. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that old either. But that was on the, would have been the, the GameCube, I believe. Yes, yep. it was. Um, but, it, of course, it really gained as the, the uh, world museumofplay.org is where you can find all this this details because that's who's hosting this. Uh, really, of course, exploded huge in the last year uh, during the pandemic. Uh, most downloads of a console in a single month, 31 million in a month. Jeez. Uh, another one that I know you've played probably a lot uh, as well as myself, Call of Duty. Yep. That started back in 2003 with the World War II version and then all the spinoffs that we've had 
One of the best-selling franchises of all time. 300 million total units sold. Doesn't surprise me. Everyone I knew play it, played mm-hmm. it. This one, uh, I wish that uh, I wish I had uh, this bought stock in this company way back when this was first taken off. One came out by Zynga. Uh, Farmville. Yep. It uh, it no longer exists. It's not not. We out talked there about anymore, that on this show. What yes. it was finally kaput. Uh, FIFA Soccer was is another huge one. They sold 325 million games by 2021. Their big one was they got in trouble. What was it? Four or five years or so ago, where accounts were being hacked through FIFA and and both on Sony and Xbox, yeah. where people were getting all this money taken. Yeah, and they're actually they've been in the news recently for having very uh, predatory practices as far as the things that they sell in their games. There was a player who sat down because you don't have to buy anything. You do not have to buy anything. You can earn it, but it's such ridiculous costs for you to earn these things that it is easier for you to just pay mm-hmm. for them. Of course, uh, this player sat down and to earn the number one team that he wants of all the players, it's like two hundred eighty thousand hours worth of play or something along those wow. lines. It's just like an unbelievable amount of time that it's just it's inconceivable how much time you would have to spend playing this game considering they release a new one almost every year. Yeah, that um and I'm hoping he took them to court saying, yeah, yeah you 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 can't you can't expect us anybody to be able to actually do this in a reasonable time frame. But I'll be curious to see if cuz I've seen other ones that are similar to that. It is BOH Computers Bowl in the house today. Any rela- any tech issues, problems, questions, 2-1. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers Bowl here to answer all your tech issues, problems, questions. Try Ooh. to. I'm feeling a little rusty after <laughs> being off work. A little yeah, nervous it'll, about it'll come back. back to you. It'll yeah. Two one seven. Bear with me today yes. a little bit if I forget <laughs> the, where the recycling goes or... How to restart a computer. Yes. The Just recycling kidding. does not go in the front door. It nope. goes around the side of the building. It's still that way. It's been that way for over the a year at this signs. point. Yes. Yep. Uh, getting back to the list of the the video games eligible for uh, the Video Game Hall of Fame. This one, I'm, I'm going to guess you've spent a lot of time on this game as well. But you know what? Let's go to the, the phones first, and we'll get back into this list. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Guys, I have a question for you. Oh, no. And hopefully you can give me a great answer. I need a recommendation on a, I think you call them routers, maybe routers, something like that, for a church to hand out IP addresses. For uh, wireless devices or? Yeah. I know Brian's got a Nighthawk, but that's about that's, the best that I can. Yeah, and that's that's what I yeah. run, too. Um, I'm trying to think of the motto I have. I got a newer one. I The only... I will say I was uh, upset with them because I did a, a uh, I had it for about two years, had an update available for it um, for the firmware, and it bricked it. Yep. And I was totally screwed and had to go buy a new one. Uh, found out there's a little bug in sometimes how that works. I do like that because of the distance. How many people do you expect to connect to it? Um, and this is going to be strictly for a mixer and an iPad to run the mixer. So. There's going to be maybe two to well and two IP projectors, so maybe a total of five devices on the entire network. That's and, going to be it. And a pretty good distance, or is it a smaller room? It's going to be in. It's it'll be now it'll be a hundred feet long, hundred and twenty feet with the stage, and fifty eight feet wide. Wow, that's um, yeah, that's some square footage there. Yeah, it works there. Um, and I, and I'm uh, I'm trying to kind of 
plan? Will the the do you, will the router be semi close to this stuff or a pretty yeah. far distance away? Um, for what it has to connect to, the router is sitting going to be up in the back in the sound booth where it needs to be close to everything. We're using a SG um, what a SG three fifty network switch on it for everything to run through, and then um, the iPad may be fifty feet away at the most because I like to have the iPad in the center of the building where you hear the sound from everywhere. Yeah, so honestly, I think one of the the Nighthawks, uh, I think would be would be excellent with that. And I'm trying to figure out the give you the best one really quick. The I think I have this one's the uh, the R seven thousand would be one. Uh, I'm trying to find my exact model. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, uh, but it was a uh, a tri band with six antennas. So the, and those antennas are movable. I think that ran at the time around two or two fifty. I'll see if I can find okay. uh, the exact model here in just a minute. But uh, uh, I, I'm a big fan of those because you can also, whoever, if you're going to be in control of it, you can actually drop the a Netgear app on your phone, uh, the or the Nighthawk app, be able to to con- make some adjustments right from there. See, even test, do speed tests and stuff like that from it. Uh, make other. Connect, make sure things are showing connected. It's it gives you a lot on the app, so I I do like those a lot. Uh, I can say even with the issue I had with that particular one getting bricked by their own update, I let it go because more I read about it, I was was um, I think it was partially my fault how I did the upgrade. But uh, but I do uh, the R eight thousand is what I have. I uh, just actually R eight thousand. Yes, um, and, and like I said, it's a tri band with six antennas, so uh, you should definitely have, especially being that open area and how you're going to do it. Uh, Brian and I both like that that brand and and, and those models. So um, again, personal your our personal preferences, but that's kind of where I'd steer you. Yeah. Now, is Nighthawk is that's a Linksys product? Is uh, that right? Netgear. Netgear. Okay. Great. Just wanted to know which box I was looking for, guys. Thank well, you so much. I appreciate it. Sure. Good luck with that setup. Definitely sounds like an interesting one, but uh, you no, know, with with your your past calls and stuff, we know you're you're tech savvy enough to handle it all. So, uh, um, yeah. Again, if you have questions on any of that kind of stuff, please feel free to give us a call two one seven, not two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. The game I said I thought you played a lot of. I did some. Uh, but then played the spinoff more, uh, Guitar Hero. Yes, that I played a ton game. of Guitar Hero. And and that was popular, too, especially as you had more of the gaming systems be where you could be online and download yeah. individual songs. That's, or play against people. Yep, that was what made that one really popular. Um, this other one is, uh, um, and we have our news director in the room, Jim Leach. This is his favorite, released in 1977, Mattel Handheld Football. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the first handheld game systems. We have one of the the original handheld football game systems. And you our, have number two. We have number two. Okay. Because I actually say at uh, our museum I, I was making told Jim about this, and when we did the last talkathon at, at your place, Brian brought that out for Jim, and he's like, "That's the part two. I want the original." <laughs> say slightly before my time, but yes, definitely um, something I saw growing up. Oh, and it was I was with. awful at it. Uh, this one we talked about offline uh, before we, we came back here. Microsoft Flight Simulator. This yep. has been out for 40 years, 
And I remember the very early ones because I'm older. Uh, launched in 1982, and boy, the the graphics level has on changed. the original ones. Yeah, yes, it's changed slightly now. Consider now you can get it in VR where yep. it's full stereoscopic, you, you would, or I think that's what it's called. Yeah, you you can look out the side window of the of the Cessna or whatever you're playing and see your house yeah you're flying over high detail high resolution very much so actually in such high detail and resolution there are a lot of computers who can't run it at even medium settings it's such a graphically intense game it's it's a simulator more than anything it's not really a game you just fly around and check out real world locations uh and and we'll talk about the the right computers for things after the news too because good luck with some of that right yeah. now. Another one, my favorite, especially the sit-down version, pole position. Yep. The original pole position was cool, sitting in that cockpit, uh, driving a car. Portal, uh, which came out in 2007, that is a the, – the it only is – One of the greatest puzzle games ever yep. made. Uh, StarCraft, Tron, and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, <laughs> which is actually a great uh, learning, great learning game for learned. sure. But, yeah, Tron's one of my other favorites. I love that whole series, but that that console is phenomenal. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers. We'll take a quick break for news, weather, come back, and talk more tech. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. Get you on the air with Bull from BOH Computers for tech issues, problems, questions, things you're looking at. Um, made a and, and I, I knew it was kind of out there, but but hadn't paid as much attention because I'm done with one. I built my son a, a gaming computer a few weeks ago, and it started because back in December I bought him a video card to throw in the computer I had, and threw it in, it wouldn't power it. Power supply in this computer wasn't powerful enough, and it's proprietary to that company's thing, and they don't make bigger. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm building a whole new gaming computer because I bought one. this video card. Don't want to disappoint him. I'm, so There's so, probably an adapter out there somewhere you could get. You just have to... Uh, it was because the I think the power supply was like a three 350, and it needed a 500. I just didn't oh, gotcha. expect it to need that much. Yeah. So I, I started in December, um, January, started buying the parts, got the motherboard, the CPU, all this different stuff. And there's a great site if you're looking to put a computer together called PCPartPicker.com. Yep. It get, yeah, tells you it's, it's very – make sure things are compatible. Um, so even if you're not sure, it's really good with that. So I, I put it all together, uh, built it. I think it cost me 750 total, which I think is pretty good um, for putting all that stuff. And then I saw a, a friend of mine the other day on Facebook was was wanting to get one built for for their kid, and I'm like, yeah, let me take a look. I'll kind of put the same thing together because I, I figured the kids are playing about the same stuff. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Could not do it because the popularity of Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining and all that because it's it is the highest it's ever been. Yeah. It continues it's to ridiculous. climb. The video card I bought my son in December that I paid 150 dollars for. It's it's a Nothing special. I mean, it's it's a, a mid-level four-gig video card, not even eight. I paid $150. It is $450 now. Yep. The 
1660 Ti I bought. I bought it a couple of years ago for about 400 or so. It's now up to like eight or so hundred. Graphics cards are ridiculously expensive, and it is because of this Bitcoin mining. That's a huge chunk of where all of this is going. People are wanting it for high-end gaming computers. They're spending a lot more time at home, and then people are also wanting it to mine Bitcoins. You just need something capable of doing high-functioning math equations. And when you go, uh, I'm up on the PC Part Victor site. <coughs> excuse me, site right now, basically building my son's computer over again. The uh, and and it lists when I went into video card section, it lists a whole three that are currently available, and those are no less than seven hundred and ninety-eight dollars. I've been considering buying one of those pre-built two thousand dollars or so high-end gaming desktops just to get a 3080 and then take that out put it in my machine swap anything else that might be any kind of upgrade over and sell the rest to try and recoup some of my costs but that's a whole lot of work that i don't so, really want to go through so yeah so if you're looking at, at at building a gaming computer right now good i will say good luck yep because they just need to create more of these the, parts the problem is and we've talked about this uh some on some previous shows recently too is there's chip shortages yeah. so on top of everything else because you have the auto industry fighting for them the pc yep. industry the, the uh mobile phone industry yep. they're all having these chip shortage problems and it's driving the price up of everything so and I, again gaming computers are huge and just the, the demand as as you well know the demand of computers in general the last year yeah which already was high because of the switch from Windows 7 to Windows 10, has not dropped off. Yeah, not trying to like humble brag, but that's why what we do is incredibly important. We make sure that these components get recycled, they get broken down to their materials, returned into various other computer components. They don't end up in landfills or uh, overseas anywhere. But it's, it is something, if, if you can hold off for a while... To kind of watch the market do it. I mean, if you need something, yeah. just a regular computer, again, go see the guys at BLH. But if, if you're a kid, I need a gaming computer to play all this stuff, um, you're going to need some serious cash if you can even get all the parts to do it. Some of the other stuff is is come down in price. Uh, hard drives are very cheap right now. Yep. Regular uh, RAM for the computer. I just six, When I was putting this together really quick, 16 gigs of RAM, which is what I put in my son's computer, was $79. Yeah, that's not uh, which, too bad. Which again it must is, have been up when I purchased it a little while it, ago. It's it swung up and down yeah. a little bit, but I I've seen the drop off. Motherboards um, ticked up uh, just a tad, but but they're at least available. Motherboards yes. and processors are available. High end graphics cards are being purchased all it's, over the place, it so is they are insane. no available at all. A big part of it has to do with uh, they just came out with a new type of. They're called NFTs, I believe is what they are. It's mm -hmm. basically artwork that has cryptocurrency blockchain equipped to it. So people need to mine Bitcoins in order to tokenize these. Oh, God, their pictures, their gifts, their music. Tweets. It's, uh, uh, it's digital media that you basically have bragging rights over because people can create copies of digital yep. media without harming the original. But yeah, yeah you somehow... Uh, some of it, and I'm not even going to get into a few of the things that that uh, that I read that people are, are tying this to, and it's just it's it's insane. But part of the NFTs is since you have to do crypto mining, people need these high end gaming, uh, these high end graphics cards, and they're using quite a bit of electricity to do this. I was reading an article about how the cryptocurrency market in general uses, I think it was like 28 uh, like 
gigawatts of energy a year. I think that's the correct terminology anyways. Uh, basically, it's similar to that of like a small country. Wow. There are people who are using enough electricity that's equal to a small country, and that's using renewable resources. This electricity has to come from somewhere. So uh, the long and short of it is these cryptocurrencies are very bad for the environment. Yeah, the seeing some of the the rigs where I've I've seen like half a room filled up. It's just a rig of video cards to, to yeah. process this stuff, and yep. it's insane. There was one, and I think it was in Romania, was part of where this article was, where it's an entire warehouse. You're talking rows and rows and rows of motherboards with six graphics cards connected to them that are just mining Bitcoins. And it's been estimated that Bitcoins are finite. There is an end game to these Bitcoins. I believe it's 21 million is what the total number that, that of bitcoins right. that will ever exist period and as you get harder or closer and closer to that 100 percent, it gets more and more difficult to verify the bitcoin um so eventually people won't you won't be able to mine bitcoins at all anymore period and the the cost of the bitcoins are what up 50 plus thousand a yeah. bitcoin right now um which i have people i work with that have Pieces of Bitcoin, uh, yeah. $59,242.60 right now. And it fluctuates so yes, it ridiculously. Does. It could skyrocket. It could plummet. It could do all kinds of crazy things. It's, and, it's and very And you can crazy. buy pieces or percentages, yeah. like a point zero zero one piece of Bitcoin, and it's worth so much money. And that's where the average consumer, that's sort of what they mine is like – one one thousandth of a bitcoin per i don't know however many hours you just all your computer does is do these high level math equations and it verifies what's called the blockchain which basically says you own this much bitcoin you own this much you own this much i own this much he owns this much and they do it over and over and over and over and everybody verifies everybody else so that's where it's supposed to be the that uh indisputable authenticity sort of thing yeah, and, and the amount of people that early on when Bitcoin was out there and used it to buy pizza or yep. Subway, you, you could use it for that and other stuff are kicking themselves in the butt because of what they're valued there's at a lot of There's a lot of different types of Bitcoins out there, like Ethereum, the Dogecoin, uh, and there are a lot of different companies who are now accepting these various different – it's digital currency. Very uh, very interesting to keep following, especially with that kind of value. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize what kind of effect it had on the environment that it does, but yeah, it yeah. makes sense. If you are doubling or tripling your energy consumption, there has to be mm -hmm. a giveaway somewhere. Uh, Google's in trouble yet again. Yep. This time is the uh, the privacy mode or private yep. private browsing mode, incognito mode, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Users who thought that by going to that mode that they weren't being tracked, mm -hmm, not so much. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, all it does is make your user and computer not record what you looked for or where you went. So if you bring up the history on your uh, Google Chrome, it'll say blank instead of you know, until, you know, that XX site. This is a uh, case hinges on users of Chrome who say they're inappropriately being tracked by the company for targeted advertising despite using private browsing feature or incognito mode. Court concludes that Google did not notify users that Google engages in the alleged data collection while the user is in private browser mode. Plaintiffs said they followed a specific process for protecting their privacy, namely not turning on the sync option, but Google was tracking their web surfing despite assurances to the contrary. Google tried to get this court uh, 
this dismissed this week, and yeah, did not go well. Yeah, I mean, you just at this point you have to assume everywhere you go, everything you look at, everything that you click on is being tracked at all points in times. So yeah, this this will be could be another um, very large settlement case yeah. like we've seen for. Uh, of course, Facebook's a little bit different here in Illinois because it was the biometric stuff. Yep. But this one, again, is is it was not disclosed. How the incognito mode was sold was yeah. not how it was happening. So uh, uh, that uh, will will be another huge, huge amount of— uh, I wonder if eventually DuckDuckGo will come under fire of the same sort of thing. I was reading, uh, looking up some of their information and their response to the question, does DuckDuckGo— re- what you look for to your internet service provider and their response was of course you should assume everyone does everywhere that's you go that's the whole and everything sales you point do. of going to DuckDuckGo it's to, so that they don't collect data on you and so that they don't advertise to you that's uh-huh. what DuckDuckGo does but but yeah still passing along to the ISP yeah. seems a little um, little issue yeah I mean I think at this point they have to just everything is tracked yeah, um, yeah. If you're um, if you don't you're online, to them, they expect could just, to be tracked by yeah. somebody. If you don't report to them what they're asking you for, they just will not refuse to give you service. That's yeah, like like Facebook and your yeah. um, headset. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. And I didn't notice it, but of course I was on the air here yesterday afternoon. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook Messenger and something else was all down yeah. uh, for a while yesterday afternoon. Of course, the status pages for Facebook said, nope, everything's fine. Yeah. The down detector had thousands and thousands of reports for, for all of those. So no official reason given, but it, it's funny that, that several of those have had much bigger outages lately. Yeah. And it was pretty much, nope, nope, we you guys didn't see anything. It was all fine. So yeah, I use Facebook. I didn't notice any downs. I didn't uh, any outages. I did. I don't really use Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or Instagram, so I didn't notice anything. I don't at all. spend uh, Facebook's the only one I spend any time on. But uh, uh, but yeah, all the rest of them. We're we're down at least in a uh, a small thing. We'll try and grab a quick call here before we go to break. Hi, you're on Computers Internet B O H Computers. Hey, I've got a uh, network question for you guys. Sure. Um, I've got a I've got Xfinity. Um, the, uh, the, the blade, uh, router, cable modem router that they supply, not the square one, uh, it's in a closet because that's where the access is for it. And, um, I'm running cables out of the closet to my office, but the rest of the house doesn't get a lot of coverage. So I bought some extenders, but they don't really work well with that uh, the Xfinity cable modem router um, and I didn't know if I should buy a, uh, a router that is the same brand as the extenders and then hook into uh, the Xfinity one and use that to extend the uh, coverage of my Wi-Fi. I tell you what, we need to go to break really quick. Do you mind if I keep you on hold during the commercial so we can cover this more? Sure. Oh. All right, we'll put sure. you on hold. Come right back. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers. We'll answer this wireless question when we return. It is Computers Internet, 217-629-7970. We held our uh, caller with his question over. So let me ask this. On the Xfinity uh 
router. Is it the the wireless and everything is built into that? Right, right. Because I have all the I have a bunch of other services that are provided through them. Okay, I mean my. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with also is the all-in-one. My personal preference, um, I, I'm not a big fan of those all-in-one systems because you know they've they've spent the cheapest they could to get all that stuff built is is maybe then right. go get your own wireless router uh, off that, which will, which will manage everything better. And then you're able to log into your Xfinity one and, like, change wireless settings and stuff, right? Yes. Basically, yes. So my – okay. My thinking would be is is buy the box that's compatible with those extenders, go into your Xfinity router, and then turn off the Wi-Fi and stuff on it. So everything's coming it's all the internet's coming off that Xfinity box into the the new router you buy and you'll have you'll have even better control. You can set the channels, really have more more say in what's going on with the network and, and better compatibility. Okay. Have have you um one of my problems is um, I do a lot of database work, and so I have uh, in my office I have nine computers, seven monitors, and then throughout the house I have a bunch of others too. So in my basement I put my two NASs and I put a uh, two un- 24 port unmanaged switches, and I thought, okay, I'll put the the new wireless uh, router down there and that will cover the house because there's no walls down in the basement. And hope, I didn't know if you had experience with putting the wireless router in the basement instead of up in the house where there's a lot of walls. How many, uh, is it just a, like a ranch style or is there multiple floors beyond that? It's a ranch. Yeah, yeah. Ours, ours is a ranch and we actually just did the same thing. We moved our router combo from the main floor to the basement and it's working perfectly fine for us and if you've got a lot of that stuff okay. with the switch hardwired in then only the stuff that would be accessing wirelessly you you have to see yeah. check your signaling and, and there's even apps you can put on your cell phone for that but if if a lot of it's yeah. running through a wired switch then you'll be in great shape yeah. and, and th- i also bought four extenders so oh yeah so you'll be able I to cover I, I cover you know everything i could with this small little device instead of having that big wireless router out there. Yeah, no, I think your your setup sounds great. Yeah. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Sure. No Thank problem. you very much Thank for the you. phone call. And and again, it it may take us a minute to get the visual of, of house layout and and one thing that that with wireless is to to think about and and the the gentleman and bull you said it as well is down in the basement it is very open but if you're going like. Like that's why I asked him if he had a ranch. If he had a two-story house, yeah. then you're going to really start losing signal. The more walls, the more you want to centralize as much as possible. Yep. Um, Down in the basement's not that big of a deal, depending on what like your floorboards are made of. If you got concrete floors, then you're not getting any kind of wireless signal. But if my, it's just regular wood. And and you look at, at go look at a, a house that's built today. It's much. It's the walls are thinner, uh, for lack yeah, of a better word. Yeah, they're made of different materials. Yep. My house is built in 1927, so a lot of the, the posts and all that are, are heavy timbered. They did change out before I bought it, put drywall up instead of uh, plaster and lath, and those kind of things make really do make a difference. Yep. Uh, if you have an open floor plan compared to having a lot of walls, those kind of things will play into it. So, so, yeah, but there are apps and things you can get for your phone to see if that signal is carrying well. 
and and how you're doing that that definitely helps a lot it's it's funny how how important of a of a thing your good signaling in yep. is your house and we talked uh talked last week Brent and I did and and given Fritz a hard time about it about one of the selling points of houses especially out in rural it's areas is, is, internet, is, is internet, internet connectivity yep. Yep. but on top of that is okay what's it going to take to have good uh internet connections throughout my house cuz even even current houses are getting built with uh, network cables run to every room, and and so that makes it easier. But even Ethernet ports planning, built into the wall. Yep. Yeah. And and when I converted mine, because my house had them in, I hadn't set them up. Uh, did that about a year ago, and I'm kicking myself for not doing it before, because now my Xbox is hardwired. And I told you uh, off air, I bought a, a game on, bought a brand new game, threw the disc in, and then it went to install the whole thing, and then still pulled down a five gigabyte. Uh, <laughs> Uh, download, but with having the fiber connection, it took 45 minutes. If you were out in the middle of nowhere on satellite <laughs> internet, it could take three days for you to play a video game that you just bought. Yeah, you bought a physical uh, copy of. It, hey, unless I have Starlink, because now mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've talked about it the last few weeks, continue to see more people getting it and the speeds they're mm-hmm. getting. One of the groups that I follow, somebody posted he was getting 980 meg down. <laughs> Say, I bought a game at a garage sale, a physical game for my computer that I took home, installed. As soon as I went to start the game, the very first thing it needed to do was it was a DRM attached to it, which is a security measure. Mm-hmm. So it needed to talk to the server to make sure that I had officially purchased this game. That server went offline like five years ago. Ugh. So I cannot play a physical game that I own because it can't get on the internet to talk to a server. That's crazy. Yep. I want to ask you... Uh, Sorry, Bull, throw that one over there. We've got that mic sh- uh, oh, switch over for something else. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry Fritz. Well, that's okay. I was going to ask you, uh, Internet gurus, uh, why do you think builders are putting all these cables into all the rooms and making it all as accessible to the Internet as possible? Because you don't know where people are going to put computers. or Even like my TV has a hardwired uh, network connection available. So does my Xbox in my living room. All, a lot of those kind of devices still have physical ports. And if you can take the load off wireless and put it hardwired in, it's actually uh, somewhat more reliable and faster. The answer is because it's in demand. Well, that People too. will yeah. pay for it. They're happy to. Now, everybody call your local state representatives and senators because they want uh, to pass a law that all new residential construction have electric charging stations for cars, which will add ten to $15,000 per house. Now, is that in demand? Nope. But on that note, we've got to go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can come and see me at 1832 Stevenson Drive. I'll be there until 6 p.m. Uh, we've got our 832 South Main Street address in Jacksonville, 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville. Business online, blhcomputers.com. Thank you very much. See you back next week. <laughs>